Welcome to the Colon Cancer Podcast, stories of struggle, hope, and survival in the face of colorectal cancer. I'm Lee Silverstein. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. I'm so glad you're able to join us today and listen in to all the great things happening and inspiring stories, particularly today's story uh, is one that's uh, very interesting, very unique, and I'll get to that in just a minute. I'm really happy with uh, how far we've come. We are now, like I said, on our 20th episode, launching our first one at the end of February. So if you're listening to this episode as it was launched at the end of August, we've now made it uh, six months. So thank you for your support. But I still feel that there are more people that would benefit by listening to the stories that are being shared on this podcast. That There are people out there that need the hope, need the inspiration, and need the information that's being shared. So I'm going to ask you to do me a favor. If you're a fan of the podcast and you enjoy listening, would you do me the favor and go on Facebook today and message the three people that you think have not found us, have not heard what we have to offer, and invite them to come listen and visit our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. There's a lot of interesting events going on in the colon cancer community coming up uh, very shortly. On Wednesday, August 19th, there is a webinar that you can get more information about on the Colon Cancer Alliance website at ccalliance.org. That webinar is titled, It Runs in the Family, Colon Cancer and Genetics. You can register for that on the website. I will also post the link to that under the calendar tab, uh, which you can find under the tab on the Colon Cancer Podcast website that talks about events happening in the colon cancer community. So you can find the link right on the Colon Cancer Podcast website. And again, that webinar is on Wednesday, August 19th titled, It Runs in the Family, Colon Cancer and Genetics. The following Wednesday on August 26th is another webinar. The topic is, On Your Mark, Get Tested, Know Your Biomarker, What It Means to You and Your Treatment Plan. Again, you'll find that under events in the colon cancer community on the Colon Cancer Podcast website. And the next Undie 5K Run One Mile Walk the Undie, uh, Traveling Undie Roadshow visits the great city of Philadelphia on Saturday, September 12th. I'll post the link to that same place under the event tab on the Colon Cancer Podcast website, as well as it's already available for you to visit at the Colon Cancer Alliance website at ccalliance.org. And then on September 17th is one more webinar. Never Too Young, Why the Rise in Colon Cancer Diagnosis Amongst Young People. That is on September 17th. And I'm very excited that the Colon Cancer Podcast will be hitting the road and do, doing mobile podcasting live from the annual Colon Cancer Alliance Conference in Phoenix, Arizona. And that takes place on October 30th and 31st. The conference is being branded as Live Your Best Life 2015. Registration is now open. 
I had the opportunity to attend the conference in Miami in fall of 2013. It was fantastic. It was great to meet and connect with so many people in the colon cancer community. And there truly is a, it's a weekend of uh, just great information. And uh, I highly encourage you to make the effort to attend. There is uh, scholarship monies available for those that might need assistance. And that information is also available on the Colon Cancer Alliance website, as well as on the Colon Cancer Podcast website. Moving on to episode 20, a very interesting uh, group of folks that are making just a tremendous difference in the colon cancer community out in Austin, Texas. George and Latasha Teal created Keel Colon Cancer, and this spelled K-I-E-L, colancancer.org. Earlier in 2015, they became a 501c3 nonprofit foundation on, in honor of their mother who passed away from colon cancer. And they are making a tremendous difference, not just in the Austin, Texas area, but in the African-American community. And they are putting on just some terrific results, getting raising awareness in the colon cancer community. And the way I found them was through social media. They are killing it on social media. They are, I'm a big social media fan. I follow a lot of people on Instagram, Twitter, etc. And they, in my opinion, are the model of how to uh, gain exposure for a nonprofit organization via social media. They have more followers on Instagram than some of the other colon cancer organizations that are five or ten times their size. And they put out just very uh, compelling posts that make you want to learn more about what they're doing. They uh, just invite the visitor to uh, you know, learn more about the events that, that's happening uh, with their organization. And they're just doing a tremendous, tremendous job. And uh, their website also is always updated, always changing, always talking about new things going on with their organization. So check them out. If you're involved in any nonprofit organization and feel you have an opportunity to ramp up your social media, in my opinion, they've created the model to follow. And that's Kiel, K-I-E-L, colancancer.org. So join me now for my conversation with the founders, George and Latasha Keel. Good evening, George and Latasha. Thank you so much for making the time to join me this evening. How are you? Oh, we're doing well. How about yourself, Lee? Fantastic. Fantastic. I'm just really thrilled to get the opportunity to get to talk to you all and to hear more about the great things you're doing in the, uh, in the Austin, Texas area to make a difference and raise awareness for colon cancer. And uh, I really appreciate it. And I wanted to start with, uh, if you would share the story as to what made you uh, launch this foundation? What was the motivation behind it? Definitely. Uh, so my mother passed of colon cancer in March of 2014. And uh, we really wanted to do something in memory of her. And um, we started off with the Kick and Roll Classic, uh, the inaugural event in July of 2014. Um, it took us about three months to put it together. Um, I don't know how we did it looking back, but um, we put it together and the initial goal was to raise money for, um, in partnership with Habitat for Humanity, raise money for um, a select group of families 
uh, for interior decorating because that's something that she was really involved in. Um, and so we did that and we raised money for, I think, nine different families. Um, but after that, we kind of wanted to do something more important. Um, interior decorating was great, but we wanted to do something um, inspired by why she passed. And, and we started to do a lot of research on colon cancer and we saw that it was plaguing uh, a lot of people, thousands of people, um, namely the African-American culture. And so um, that's when we began work on creating the uh, Kill Colon Cancer Foundation. And we started that in January, and uh, it's been going ever since. January 2014? Uh, January 2015. Wow. Wow. So you've, you've made a lot of inroads and a lot of progress very quickly. Yeah, it's been a been a lot of work, um, <laughs> a lot of work. But uh, we we we, uh, we value being able to uh, preach the good message of colon cancer awareness and and uh, getting and advocating for it. Well, as we discussed before we went on the air, uh, you've done a fantastic job of getting your message out there via social media, particularly Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And uh, when we wrap this up and we get this out to the out to the public, I'll be sure to include links to all of those on this post. But um, the first thing that caught my eye when I first uh, stumbled upon uh, you and your organization was the Kick and Roll Classic. Uh, tell us more about what that is and what it's all about and where you held it and uh, all that you care to share. Right. So... Um, first of all, I'm the editor-in-chief of NiceKicks.com, which is a pretty big online publication uh, known for talking about sneakers and, and basketball and stuff like that. So uh, when we decided to do this big event uh, in memory of my mother, I wanted to take a tie from what I do professionally, um, and that is talk about sneakers. And uh, we wanted we created a basketball event that has a sneaker theme to it, because a lot of these young kids out here are really big into what they wear. It's, it's kind of like a, a fashion statement um, on the basketball court. So we just created that and, and there's never been anything like that out there. So we just wanted to create that and have that be the main fundraising affair for our foundation. And um, we, we've done two so far and, and they're, they're just going pretty, pretty well as far as people bringing out their shoes and, and playing basketball, but also using that as, as the hook to bring them in and talk about colon cancer awareness. And do you use the actual event to uh, share information about colon cancer? Definitely. Uh, we always have a halftime um, at each event in which we um, take the time to have all the participants gather around and talk about colon cancer awareness, we advocate for it, we talk about screening, we um, try to tell everyone, because we're dealing, our, our audience is so young, we try to tell everyone to um, tell their parents about colon cancer and um, kind of promote getting screened to the younger audience. And to the younger audience directly, we talk about um, health and, and, and eating better and, and always exercising. We picked a specific age group, um, about 15 years old, just because uh, with the younger age group, it's more that the parents decide what the kids eat. But around that age, you start to kind of be a little bit more independent and you're able to make decisions on your own. And so 
we figured that'd be the perfect age to start kind of talking to people about, you know, being mindful of the things that you put in your body and, you know, keeping up with the amount of exercise that you do. That's wonderful. I love that. And that's uh, very smart thinking. You, you put a lot of thought into who you're going to target with your message. Uh, excellent. Excellent. One of the things that I've run into, because I talk, unfortunately talk to many young people who've been diagnosed uh, earlier than, than people expect. You know, we're, you see the handle Colon Cancer Alliance uses it a lot. It's no longer an old man's disease. But one of the challenges is a lot of people consider it an embarrassing disease. We're talking about bodily functions and things like that. How do you overcome that with, with young people? Um, so I'm going to join in here. Um, my, my, I'm a nurse. And so, um, I'm used to seeing all types of different things coming inside the ER. And so, um, for us, it's, it's kind of easy actually to kind of get there and, and talk to people about, um, different places on your body that, you know, people think are embarrassing. And um, so what we usually do is we have nurses come out to have those conversations uh, just because um, our population seem to just be a little bit more laid back, you know, more willing to have that conversation um, with people without the embarrassment. And so um, just kind of talk about the facts and, um, you know, joke around enough, you know, so people can get a little bit more relaxed and talking about it. Um, but I, I have found that when the information is coming from like a healthcare professional, uh, that people seem to open up a little bit more. Excellent. Tell me more about the actual event. Uh, what was the level of participation? Um, if you care to share, uh, how you did fundraising wise, uh, I'd love to, you know, let our audience kind of picture, the uh, the scope of what this thing is like. I've seen the pictures online, and it looks pretty. I could see why you say what a, the work that goes into putting this together. Where did you hold it? How many participants? Kind of give us an overview of what it was like. So the first event, July of 2014, uh, we held it in Austin, Texas, at the Round Rock Sports Center, uh, we, and we had close to 450 people come out, and. Um, it was, I'd say, 40 teams participated, and it was uh, the rest were, you know, attendees. And um, we also, this year, we had close to 500 people come out as well. Um, and one of the biggest things we did this year, um, we have a, an, an initiative called the Blue Knots Campaign, which um, we encourage people, since it is a sneaker-themed event, we encourage people to wear blue laces um, in their shoes and to, and that kind of raises awareness for colon cancer, um, to the people that don't know about it. And so, um, we had, I think 378 people wear blue knots. And, um, for that, we had a, uh, ESPN analyst. His name was Miles Simon. Um, he contributed a dollar and 15 uh, cents per person wearing blue knots in their shoes. And so that from that we raised around like four hundred four hundred and fifty five dollars. Um, but in total we raised a little over sixteen thousand dollars. Fantastic. Wow. Where is that money gonna be dispersed and how do you decide uh, you know, your your method of allocation for those funds? 
So we we actually are having a meeting right after this meeting with our board to kind of sit down and discuss exactly what uh, where everything is going and how we're splitting the funds up. Okay. I saw online, George, that you went to Texas State University and that there's some tie-in with work that they're doing as it relates to colon cancer. Right. They have a special colon cancer research program, um, and they're trying to find out how vitamin A affects colon cancer um, rates. And so um, with me going there, I reached out to them to see what we can do um, to assist their program. And um, we came up with a goal to... um, uh, give them $5,000 uh, to their research program. So um, that money goes there. The money also goes in helping us uh, do more events to um, raise more awareness. Um, we also have an extension of our kick and roll classic called kick and roll open gyms. And we do those once a month uh, in different cities across Texas um, in which we can go and, and, and preach the good word to them about colon cancer awareness as well. Okay. Tell me more about what that event, what does that look like? And what does that involve? So, uh, the open gyms, um, they're just basically open runs. You come to a gym and play, but to play, you have to donate to a specific cause that we choose. Um, and it's non-monetary. So for example, uh, in Jan- in January, we had, um, to play the, um, participants had to bring journals and, uh, we took these journals and, uh, we gave them to, the Austin Regional Clinic. So journals at one event and and what might you look for as donations when you go to another city? So actually what we did was, so in January we did journals. We called it journals for your journey. In February we came in because it's like um, Valentine's Day and everyone's all thinking about love. We had everyone bring out um, get well soon cards. And so in March, which was actually colon cancer awareness month, we took the journals that we got in January and the get well soon cards and made these little care packages up with the personal letter from our foundation for uh, patients that have been uh, newly diagnosed with colon cancer and for their families at this uh, clinic. Um, also, um, March was, was it uh, National Nutrition Month? It was National Nutrition Month and Colon Cancer Awareness Month. So we had, for March, we had people bring out canned goods and we donated those to the food bank here in Austin. And so each each month we just have a different cause with something that's going on. I saw a great photo on Instagram. Uh, I'm not sure which event this was where people donated, actually donated sneakers. Yes, that was uh, May. May was National Physical Fitness and Sports Month. So we just use that as one of the main behavioral risk factors of colon cancer is um, physical inactivity. And uh, we reached out. There's this one program here in Austin called um, Summer Youth Sports, and it's at the um, North Austin YMCA. And a lot of those kids do not have sneakers to play in the specific sports that they hold. And um, we just donated all the sneakers there because we wanted we didn't want them to have any excuse for not being able to be active. So um, that was the reason why we did that. Let's go back to you you talked about in the kick and roll classic, taking the time during halftime to spread the message. Uh, What else can be done? What are your thoughts to to really get the message out there, particularly in the African-American community where they, you know, where they encourage the screening to be 
you know, as young as 40 and 45, how do we convince people in the community to, to get screened? How do we get that message to resonate with these people? Uh, I think the main reason is um, we just, since our audience is so young, we encourage all of them to bring out their parents. And um, we, we know and they know since we've, tell, we've been telling them for so long that it's, it's happening now in, in ages 20 to 34. I'm, I'm sure you read a lot of those articles as well. Um, but it, it seems to be happening. Um, and we, we try to tell some of the people to get screened early, like even before 50. Because uh, if it runs in your family, like myself, you probably want to check that earlier than, um, say, a person who's never had any bout with colon cancer, his family or anything. So I think the main issue um, is, is telling is, is getting to the young audience in which we want them to get to their their parents about this, because I feel like some of the African-American culture, they don't even know what is what a colonoscopy is. Mm-hmm. They don't even know. Uh, what to do as far as getting screened. And, and we want to be able to to do that. And we do that through, you know, we had a panel. We called it the Never Too Young panel at the uh, Kick and Roll Classic, uh, which we talked about that. We also had a uh, a pop quiz that we uh, gave to, like, some of the, the attendees and some of the uh, participants um, because we just want them to know and want them to be able to have that in the back of their minds. We don't want them to just leave with, oh, I played a good basketball game or I brought out the best shoes, but leave with something um, that you can go and tell someone that's that's uh, older than you. And actually this year, um, so last year, we only had the nurses to speak about colon cancer. And the way we set it up is we had like different little boots there that the nurses stationed. And as people would walk by, we would just have them stop at the boots to get the, the you know, get the, education pieces from them um and this year we decided to take it the step for, further and um do the halftime show where we had the panel come up and just kind of speak about their own personal experiences with colon cancer and i feel like it made a huge difference um just because you know you have everyone's undivided attention and um you get to really you know step up on that platform and and preach what your message is and um I feel like it was very, very beneficial to what we're trying to do. See, you know, you've worked really hard to get this off the ground and make this happen. And I'm sure Mama Keel is looking down on you. What do you think she thinks of all this that you've been doing? <laughs> uh, I, I think she's happy that uh, it's touching people as she did. Um She's I don't think she's really worried about her name being on it. Um, I, I just think that something is tied, some, something being tied with her name that's positive and, and helping people and touch people. Um, I think she's pretty happy about it. I bet she is. I bet she is. What's your vision down the road for the kick and roll classic? What you know, if you could wave a wand and make something happen five years from now, what's your vision of what that event looks like? Um, I see that event in all major cities across uh, the nation um, to where we we go and and we're able to speak uh, the good word about colon cancer to um, like a a big young generation of people. And um, just 
just working from that level and uh, an attempt to eradicate colon cancer, just taking it to, you know, the West Coast, the East Coast, um, just everywhere, because I feel like since it's the second leading cause of, of um, cancer diseases, like it needs to be uh, known amongst the young people. And with all of these different articles coming out about it happening in, in like younger and younger, I, I feel like these people need to know about it. Awareness is really key, particularly at, at the at the young age. And, and I always, like I said earlier, I, I worry that we let embarrassment get in the way of getting ourselves taken care of. And that takes me to uh, my, my last question is, uh, if someone's listening to this podcast and notices that the typical symptoms, bowel habits have changed, there's bleeding, they're uncomfortable, uh, but they're embarrassed by these symptoms and are hesitant to speak up. What What's your message for someone that might be uh, might be in that way? We've actually had a couple people come to, to us via, you know, if it's private message on social media or through our uh, website email um, talking about the same thing. Um, you know, I've had these symptoms. I'm so glad that you guys put this out there because I probably wouldn't have even, you know, went to go even think about going to the doctor to get checked for it. And so, um, you know, just this kind of same thing that we've been preaching, you know, your body, it, it talks to you. You just need to listen and make sure that you go and take care of yourself. Lee, we actually had one um, participant at the end of the kick and roll classic. He came up to me and he said, um, I have blood in my stool, so I should probably go get it checked. And since the panel happened, like I'm setting up a uh, an appointment next week. And it's stuff like that that, that keeps us motivated um, to share uh, this message with everyone because I've, the it's the four words listen to your body and certainly um, I, I know you'll agree that if you could get one person to walk up to you and share that information and go get screened because you held these events it makes it all worthwhile doesn't it oh definitely definitely yeah. well George and Latasha and Jasmine as well I appreciate you taking the time to share your story with me how can people find you online? Uh, we're online at keelcolancancer.org. And keel is spelled? K-I-E-L. Okay. And uh, Instagram, my favorite one of your platforms. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, you can find us at, uh, at keelcolancancer. Um, and our main event, just kick roll classic. Right. And I will have all these links on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com as well. Well, again, George, Latasha, thank you so much for uh, all the work that you're doing. You're truly making a difference in the, uh, in the community in which you live. And I know Mama Keel is proud. I'm proud of the work you're doing. And I just wish you both continued good luck and success. God bless you both. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Lee. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Colon Cancer Podcast. Notes from this episode can be found on our website at thecoloncancerpodcast.com. You can subscribe to the podcast on our website, on iTunes, or on the Stitcher app for listeners using an Android device. If you or a loved one has a question about colon cancer, 
please visit the Colon Cancer Alliance website at www.ccalliance.org. Again, that's www.ccalliance.org. You can also email your questions to us at info at the colon cancer podcast.com. Thanks again for listening. Be well, everyone.